Are you sure? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. You're I'm, ready? I'm ready to rock and roll. You're ready to rock and roll. Okay. Dare, I say. It's time for dare. Time for dare? Time for dare. Drug prevention. Oh, that kind of dare. Okay. That kind of dare. Oh, well, I'm so glad we have a special <laughs> guest here. Double, yep. double the... Double dare. Hey, y'all. Why wasn't our family on double dare? Because... Don't answer that. <laughs> You know why. Yeah, I do. That's why I said not. I don't. don't. Never mind. Don't answer that. What drugs are we doing today? Yeah. So we got, so we got, a, we're doing a special situation. We got a third guest. We have a third special guest. A special guest. The third one. The that third we've done. special guest. Yeah. Stacy again, taking a coffee break. Uh, third time's the charm. Am I right? And are you right? Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? I'm brother of the show, Oliver. You might know me from my. Artwork on Twitter.com. And so we're doing a whole sibling thing, and it's a generational thing, right? We're doing a generational sibling thing, younger, older. Which one of you got the better drug education? Oh, what do you think, Ollie? Let's go ahead. Let's place our bets. Which one of, do you think I or you got the better drug education? I, um, during, because they do it in like, what, like middle school years, right? I wasn't in the States for like, my first middle school year and the years before that we were also not in the states so and then even in like seventh and eighth grade i didn't we didn't do drug prevention because the area that we were in was very precocious as it was yes i well see here's the thing here's the thing that you don't even know about in America, by seventh grade, you're already either doing drugs or you're not doing drugs. They, I don't think they care so much about That's seventh true. grade because I, mm. the fun part about these siblings is that I was in American school up until fifth grade, and you were out out of America school, kindergarten to sixth grade, so kind of opposite. So I got all the like elementary dare, like mm. McGruff the crime dog shit. Like, I was up in it. It was, like, 1996. Mm. I was there for it. And then I peaced out for middle school. Where, And then, but you, you came in for middle school. And in America, like, it, you know, I don't think they're trying to dare on eighth graders in America. Well, also, they're, like, they're already doing drugs or they're not doing drugs. There's nothing we can do at this point. But also, I feel like the places that we were in, they weren't really so worried about it. Yeah. Well, they just, you know, it was the early 2000s, so they didn't really care. Yeah. But do you know, you know how to keep it real? This, no. this, here's the bear workbook. Let's get to it. Okay, how to keep it real. R-E-A-L. Refuse, explain, avoid, leave. How well do you remember how to refuse, explain, avoid, leave? Let's find out. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. The guessing. Lesson number two. We're skipping to it. This is a, a genuine dare workbook that I've downloaded onto my phone. Yes. It's a beautiful Hell PDF. Yes. Lesson number two. The guessing. Which three drugs are most commonly used by teens? <laughs> okay. Caffeine. Marijuana. Adderall. Hang on. 
Alcohol, tobacco, and marijuana. It's your first option. Okay. Okay. Or is it cocaine inhalants and alcohol? (laughs) Or is it marijuana, alcohol, and methamphetamine? Which 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 group is most common with teens? Caffeine. Mm. Adderall. Mm. SSRIs. Okay. Okay. Not on the list. So you're out. That's a big X for you. Okay. I lost. I lost. What do you think it is, Ollie? What about uh, Smirnoff Ice technically falls in? Alcohol, right? Even though it's I guess just I like think sugar so. Water from so, hummingbirds. Yeah, Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice. Um, their very first Americano, <laughs> and um, yeah, just the, like the blue pack of American Spirits that one time at their friend's party. Yeah, that their dad like left on the couch. <laughs> that their cool other bro- older brother who rolls his shirt sleeves up. Uh, is that the answer? Is it? Is it, it was the first one, yeah. Oh, okay. It it, Smirnoff uh, yeah. Ice, Older Brothers, yeah. American Spirits. Sure. And mm-hmm. their very first Americano. Mm-hmm. Very first Americano. Um, and then, you know, they just walk around campus like they're hot shit. I'm like, you're a sophomore. That's for sure. Say that again. You're a sophomore. That's for sure. What's next? We're good at this guessing part. We really know teens. Role play scenarios. Lesson number nine. Roll play, roll play. All right, we're gonna do one. Okay, we're gonna do like one or two. We'll do like one or two. Okay. And I just need role play. Here's the directions from the workbook. Okay, and there's a there's a great picture of somebody biting a pen and looking confused. Me. Read read the role play scenario assigned to your group. Think of this scenario as a real life situation where at least one person has feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that are that are different from the others and says why their feelings are valid. <laughs> I, okay. Scenario A. Imagine one person has feelings. No, just one. Just the one. And again, this is a dare workbook. I can't stress that enough. Okay. Scenario A. Your sister always takes your stuff without asking. You ask her to give back the last thing she took. Then what happens? All right, Ollie, which one <laughs> of us has feelings? I don't know. I it, guess it's you since I'm the sister. I, I guess so. I oh, don't know. Okay, so I keep taking your stuff and you are going to ask her something back. You're the one that has feelings. Okay. Um, hi, sister. Um, <laughs> remember that thing that you took from me recently? That you... Well, you did borrow it because you, you did ask pretty nice for it. But uh, uh, I'm going to need it back now. So can, can I have it back? Nah, bro, I pawned it for drugs. Why did you why would you pawn somebody else's item for drugs? Because it was it did belong to me, so it's no loss, no skin off my back. Now I have drugs. <laughs> Sto- <laughs> conflict stories. Oh, Con- no. Conflict stories. This is the last thing, okay? We're gonna do story B from the conflict stories, okay? And here's the directions. We're going to read the assigned story, and then you're going to notice how the main characters choose to handle the conflict situations. Using the DARE decision-making model, which you don't have access to, try to create a more effective way of dealing with the conflict. Story number B. It's not a number. Chris is at soccer practice, and the team is playing a practice game (laughs) against another team. The other team just scored a goal, and this made Chris really mad at his team's goalie. The rest of the team tells the goalie that they'll get the point back and not to worry about it. But Chris seems to think that it was his goalie's fault. Chris goes up to the goalie, gets right in his face, yelling, You are the worst player on the team. 
What was a more effective way of dealing with that conflict? No, not. Not. That wasn't a con. That wasn't a conflict. <laughs> what? No, wait. Well, a the second. greater conflict of organized sports and you know well, soccer. Yeah. Okay, that was a structured conflict. So I guess like not playing organized sports if you're not ready. But Chris <laughs> created the conflict. I feel like it's 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 not a it's not a conflict. I mean, it if somebody just like comes up and yells at you, obviously this is a very specific scenario, but if somebody comes up and just like yells at you and you're just kind of like okay, but like sometimes like sometimes it's not a conflict. Somebody sometimes somebody just comes up and yells at you. But but it's asking us, it's telling us that Chris signed up to play an organized sport and then his team lost a point, which is going to occur. And Chris handled that by screaming at the goalie. And then it asked us what was a better way to handle this conflict. And I, Chris gets therapy. Like, there's not, there's not a conflict. Chris just, like, needs self-regulation help. I... <laughs> Like that's what's funny to me, Dare. Like, how? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, though? if I accommodate the child that is just yelling, and t- and I tell that child it's okay to go yell at the goalie when you lose a point in soccer, I'm creating the problem we have today. So I think I would deal that conflict by providing Chris some self-regulation support. Done. <laughs> Good job. I got a scenario for you. This is an avoid scenario, okay? How are you going to avoid this scenario? Okay, this is scenario B. I can't stress this enough. This is a dare workbook. You come into your room and discover that your younger brother has torn up a science project you just finished for school. You worked very hard on the project because it is worth 50% of your grade in the class. You are angry with your brother for destroying your work. In fact, you feel like hitting him. You know that'll get you in trouble if you do. What can you do to avoid hitting him? Ollie? <laughs> you know, I I don't think... No, like, we never, like... I mean, we fucked with each other, but we never fucked with each other like that. Well, no. No. Never in a permanent way. Never in a... We, we never, like, fucked with each other's, like, school stuff. How would you avoid hitting someone? I would have to walk away. Oh? I have walk to away. leave. Yeah. I gotta go. If I gotta go. If I feel some type of way, I just gotta leave. Oh my god. What a fucking prompt. Like, okay, but here's the thing, though. What kind of science project was it? Because maybe the brother was right. Like, maybe it was how many unpopped kernels are in each brand of popcorn. And that one needs <laughs> to get shredded. Yeah. That one you fuck, that one you destroy. Because the brother needs to do it again. But, and not the night beforehand. Well, fucking de- crunch time. Crunch time, baby. <laughs> They do it over at Fortnite. They can do it. They can, you, your brother can do it too. It, it gets ready for the workforce. If I you're guess gonna so. Go, if you're gonna go work if on EA Fortnite, you have anything used to, to it. say about it? Then yeah. yeah, it gets it gets you ready for the workforce. Yeah. Legally, that was a joke. <laughs> I think I think well, I feel like we're ready. I feel like we're. I ready. feel like we're ready. Y'all y'all clearly know how to avoid doing drugs and also avoid hitting hitting, doing hits. We're, we we try to avoid doing hits. We do what <laughs> okay. we can ostensibly a program about drug education, but it remains unclear. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. I'm Oliver. Cool, everybody's here. So, 
<laughs> on this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring those reviews here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to whatever the hell is going on. We flipped the, co- we flipped the coin backstage and it, it determined that I'm going first. Yes. It was a three-sided coin. Uh, so I called the edge. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then you won surprisingly. So <laughs> the edge really pays out if, <laughs> if you're in the betting pool. Always like, pays out. So yeah. All right. Let's let's not even preview. Let's just roll it. Let's just roll it. Are y'all ready for a sibling oriented theme topic thing yeah. I'm doing? I, okay. I suppose. So I've been saying sibling oriented for the past like hour. Yeah. So I really want to know what the hell is that about? Yeah, yeah. Well, because famously, I'm an only child. Famously. Famously, as a young child, I did literally talk to the Land Before Time characters. Chronic only child. While the film was playing, I would pretend that I had dialogue in between their dialogue because I was not in, you know, a happy place. Yeah. Um, But you had a dog named Sarah like Triceratops. Yeah, I sure did. We got, okay, we got reviews. This makes it better. We got reviews for, it was an outside dog. It doesn't count. We got reviews for... My Forever DNA Sibling DNA Test Kit includes all lab fees and shipping to lab 46 genetic DNA marker test accurate and confidential. Are we ready? Yes. Can I, um... Mm-hmm. It's the DNA tester for to make sure you're, you know, you ha- just everything's good to go in the, in, the, in, the, in the genetics area, which is really only relevant medically, and otherwise, who gives a fuck are is my stance. Are they Are they brothers? <laughs> Did they come from different mothers? We know they love each other, but we don't know why. <laughs> it's my favorite song. I made it up. We got a couple models on the box that um, really don't look like each other, but they have the same beanie, so like it's oh, it's fine. Oh, that's <laughs> how have, I go. They have the same beanie, and they're both wearing glasses. The same and glasses. As we know, <laughs> also famously, everyone who wears glasses looks the Related. exact same. Yeah. Related mm. to one another. Um, 200... We all come from one bad eye in the sky. <laughs> we do. Um, <laughs> $230, if you want to know. If you got to know. I got to know. If you got to know. Thanks. One test forever results. My forever DNA provides easy, comfortable testing from the privacy of your own home. With our kits, you get more than a DNA test. You'll receive one-on-one customer care from a knowledgeable DNA specialist, which I guess you could just say geneticist, but these are definitely not DNA specialists, who can select a kit and answer questions. We test the highest number of DNA genetic markers in the industry. You can be confident with your results. And they test 24 DNA genetic markers, paternity and maternity, and for sibling tests, and I guess this is why it costs so much, they do 46. Okay. Wow. Our U.S.-based lab is AABB accredited. Don't know what that means. The gold standard for quality, taking your word for it, and we test every result twice to ensure accuracy. Now, to be clear, I got I got no reason to think that these are, like, inaccurate or anything. They're just fucking expensive. Um, and then you got four, you do four steps, right? And then you get, you, so you do, you do a mouth swab, you do a... With a Q-tip, mm-hmm. you send that to some people, and then uh, this person who looks like they don't want a picture taken of them gets back to you and gets you some results. That's a DNA specialist. That's a Can DNA specialist. Can I tell specialist. you who that is? Can I tell you who that is? That's Cheryl from accounting. It's Cheryl from accounting, yeah, for She sure. said, I didn't want to do this today, but they said it was only going to take, like, two seconds, so whatever. They're giving me cash in hand for it. 
And then I want to show you all this last picture. Nobody else can see it, but y'all will enjoy it. It does look like the box art for a copy of Hairspray. That's the off-Broadway version. Yeah, yeah. That, is, that is the off-Broadway version of Hairspray. <laughs> That's your local struggling playhouse version. Yeah. Um, and then last thing, fun fact, legal disclaimer, you cannot order these in New York. They are not allowed. They, New York does, does not give a fuck about DNA. And it's Forget not about a thing. it. Forget about it. It's the devil's work. We got five stars. Five stars from Angie. Great customer care. We purchased this product to find out if my husband's siblings were blood related to him or not. Long story, but at 61, he found out he was adopted. Uh-huh. At, at 61. Wowza. Wowza. <laughs> Wowza. Because of a resemblance between one of our kids and one of his quote-unquote sister's kids, we thought this dad may really be his dad. Messy. We sent the test, did a check swab, did a cheek swab on him and his sister, and it came back inconclusive, which happens only 10% of the time. At $229, we were no better off and were frustrated. Jolene from the company, who I assume was in that picture and did not want to have their picture taken at the time, uh, called and was determined to make it right. She said another kit, we swabbed his brother, and the results came back with a definitive answer. We were so pleased with how willing they were to help us find answers. Very few companies go out of their way to show kindness and concern. This company did. They are five star. Singular. I would recommend them to anyone who is looking for answers to the hard questions concerning DNA. A lot of tough questions out there. (laughs) A lot of tough questions. How does it work? What does it stand for? What does it know? (laughs) And blood relatives. They can be trusted. By the way, I guess you're wondering, he was not the father. I, I have other questions. I have different questions. You have other questions. How many times do you get to write the sentence, got it back, we swabbed his brother <laughs> on the internet? That's my biggest question. Like, was that delightful for you or is mm. it just delightful for me? Like, who was that for? <laughs> we swabbed his brother. Five stars. By Amazon customer. Great, fast, happy. Wanted to be a sure person was my father, but he died. Found out he had a son, got in contact, and asked if he would do a DNA test with me. Not only was the man my father, his son and I were full siblings. OMG, now I need answers from my mother. Eight people found that helpful. Not their mother. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, I would say I'm glad eight other people found it helpful, but I bet their mom did not. No. no. So yeah, what, what, what happens there? What is that? What, what's the story? Um, what is the story? We'll there? break up peacefully if you take one and I take the other. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Or like this child is bored, and then four years later, that old flame's driving through town, and then nine months after that, you put the baby in a basket, send it down the river in some reeds, and the dad picks it up. Yeah, or you do a, you do a fire station drop off, or like and the dad is the fire just chief, just like baby Moses. Like what? What? I, what I'm curious because it ended up with the father, not just like in the world. So or you could it, always child, end up it. with uh, a three men and a baby situation, which then you get a win win because one of your dads is Tom Selleck and the other one is uh, Ted Danson. See, maybe that was it. Maybe the dad called up and said, hey, I'd like to do a three men and a baby situation. Could we have another baby? And the mom was like, yeah, sure, but never tell this baby about it. 
now they know. <laughs> now they know. Now they know. And w- okay, so what I love about this page is that you get a lot of stories, a lot of narratives, a lot of fun family narratives. Not everybody realizes that it's good to finish those fun family narratives. Five stars from Amazon customer. Quick and easy. Uh-oh. This was one of the scariest moments in my life. <laughs> and I am so satisfied with the service and the professionalism of my forever DNA. This test was worth the money. I always had small doubt about my first child since she was so different from her sister. I was young when I had her and made some poor choices that had me always wondering. Finn. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Where's the rest of it? What? Where's the rest of it? You cannot do that. Five people found that helpful and don't know how stories work. But 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 no, you had the you had the baby. You had the way it's written implies that the writer had the baby Mm -hmm. physically. Mm. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mm. And Mm. I feel like it's easier to know if you are blood related to a child that comes out of your body. But I guess I, I, I well, don't know how it works. I think it is a, is a full half question. Oh. Was it full or was it half? Yeah. No, I think they know that they had the child. I think they're like the familiar way, with that. Listen, the way it is written, who knows? I've always wondered about that one. <laughs> Maybe they switched her at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Or that time I had that really bad night terror and like obviously people don't get abducted and aliens never come into your room because they're not a thing. But, you know, like maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. that night terror still gave me a kid. Gave Scully a kid. That's true. Five stars. Five stars by Libby. I bought this to find out if two abandoned children with no relatives were biologically related. This is not... (laughs) This is not a good way to start. (laughs) I I think this is a movie. Yeah, I think... I forgot about that. I think this is a movie. I think this is a film. This is like a movie or a TV show. Everything was very straightforward and simple, and the communication was was amazing. Would highly recommend using this company. Wait, are they siblings? Finn. Does it matter if they're siblings or not? Were they abandoned together? What? Are they, what? (laughs) Were they abandoned separately, but then they both ended up in the same foster care system, and then eventually they both got out, and then they realized that years ago they were both in the same foster care system, but they didn't, like, know it then. Do they have the same kind of mutation? Mmm. Like... Yeah. Are they conjoined twins? Oh, I meant like maybe they had wings or maybe they could turn things into eyes. Maybe they had laser eyes. That's what I meant. (laughs) I meant like like mutants. I thought maybe they were both, you know, they could both teleport. And so you're thinking, hmm, these can both teleport. So they're probably related. (laughs) It was actually Scott and Alex Summers from the X-Men. Exactly. Shout out to the X-Men fans out there. Just kidding. So sometimes you've got Scott and the other one you said. Five stars from Kobe. She love it. It's just the thing that my wife needed to find out things. Oh, Kobe knows how to write a story. (laughs) Yeah. Tantalizing Kobe. Anything else? Nope. Good. Five stars. Last one. Five stars from Cassandra. Just what my daughter needed. But, okay. (laughs) Okay. See, now, I don't, when it's, okay. Mm. I think that Kobe is married to Cassandra's daughter. And then they both got one for her as some sort of, like, or, like, they gifted it to her together. And they 
wrote separate reviews. Cassandra's daughter was just walking around going, gee, boy, howdy, I wish I knew if I was adopted or not. <laughs> Damn, really wish there was a way I could tell if I was adopted or not. <laughs> and then Cassandra's parent, I mean, Cassandra, bought <laughs> their daughter a DNA kit. Mm. Which is the shadiest way to tell someone, yes, you are indeed adopted. So that she could finally focus on her schoolwork. Because <laughs> all she was ever, she was, all she was ever fucking talking about. Yeah. Am I adopted? Where did I come from? I don't, the ones that are written Where from a parent's point of view, like, I mean, unless they, I, like, it, it, they leave me with more questions. You lied about the stork. What else did you lie about? <laughs> I thought a fantasy character was eating the cookies and milk, but no. It was just you. It was me. That's not right. That's all she wrote? That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. That's all you got. All okay, right. well. Would you like an abrasive transition into something totally unrelated? Absolutely. Yes, please. Here it is. I originally was going to bring reviews uh, for uh, Bibles bought from Amazon.com. <laughs> I thought that would be really funny. Uh-huh. But then the funniest thing happened, and I remembered that the Bible, this series, is actually Amazon TV show. Right. So I may or may not have just gathered up reviews for that instead. That's beautiful. Nice. Please share them. It is a mini series about the Bible. It has two seasons. I believe it's just the two. I'm you not would need positive. It. You would need at least two. You, it's a you, big old thing. You there's need a lot parts. more than two. Yeah. Well, because there's the there's the Bible, and then there's like the Bible AD or whatever. The Silmarillion, and mm-hmm. then there's like what's the other one called? Return of well, the King. And no, the where Hobbit. he talks about the the Balrogs. And you know where they that's came the from. Simul- that that's the Silmarillion. This is the one. Yeah. I always get those confused. He just wrote the one book, Jess. Damn. <laughs> So I'm going to start with this one. It is a three-star review. It's a verified purchase from JRF. Jerf. Jerf. Let's go, Jerf. So, hehe, H-E-H-E. Don't get this for doctrine unless you think Jesus Christ Superstar is accurate. Don't get this for doctrine? As in, like, the Bib- Bible doctrine, as in, like, what oh, specifically, okay. like... okay, Biblical a- doctrine. Yeah. I thought, don't get this for your friend who is a practicing doctor. <laughs> that, too. Uh, the title being stated, I suppose I understand, kinda, what the producers are doing. But I did cringe a little. Okay, maybe more than a little. Having to tell the kids, that's not right. However, I remember seeing some things like this before being born again. For that, I think it's Okay does have some entertaining value, and get one to consider Christ and the Bible. Funny, once someone reads the Bible, same is true always. The book is much better. Winky face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the wink throws me. The wink throws me. I don't know if the wink was necessary, Jerf. I think we had you up until the wink there, bud. (laughs) But the book is so much better. Um, Wink. That's where all the really scandalous stuff is. I well, you know, true, true. They, I mean, the real like not safe for work stuff is in the Bible yeah. itself. So I, mean, I they, just, I just thought it was really funny because they said, "Don't get this for doctrine unless you think <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar is accurate," which I just thought was really funny because um, 
that's actually one of the musicals I haven't listened to. But feels you like, get the gist. It feels like a leap. It just feels like a bit of a it leap. It feels like Andrew. a bit of a leap. I, I, you know, I, it's no passion of the Christ, but it feels like a bit of a leap there. <laughs> okay. Ugh. So I have another three-star review. The facts are off with two exclamation points. Okay, let's get into it. I want to get into right. it. As someone who has studied the Bible since I was a small child. For doctorate? I guess so. <laughs> I knew the series had a lot of facts twisted and verses not quoted correctly. There were also scenes that didn't follow the pattern laid out in the Bible. It was like reading an awesome book and then going to watch the movie. The movie obviously doesn't do it justice. Not even a little. I generously gave it three stars because they did have major events in, in the series in chronological order that I enjoyed watching. However, I was greatly disappointed. What? So they got the timeline right, but the quotations wrong. What, well, what a psychotic review. It sounds, like they, they got, <laughs> it sounds like they got the major events correct, but I don't know what else they got correct. But I mean, like, you know, gotta hit the high points, right? They got the major events, so like there is a well. Thank God there is a flood. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So there is there a is flood. a flood, and Jesus is in it. Eventually. So many filmmakers skip right over the flood. Is that what's wrong with it? Jesus is in the flood. Is, yes. that, is that the problem? Jesus is in the flood. Uh, like I <laughs> new idea simultaneous Bible. We have we have the chariot of fire, the flood, the crucifixion, all at once. It's one very large specialty made pop up book. Yeah, <laughs> I want Sermon on the Mount, and I want like I don't want Mount Sinai. I don't want Moses on Mount Sinai. I just want Moses breaking the Ten Commandments because he's so upset with everyone. But then I also want the Sermon on the Mount, and also a lot of fire. <laughs> I think you just stumbled onto your next business venture. I'm so yeah. excited. It all happens. It's just like time is simultaneous. It all happens at once. So all happens at once. we need to get the Bible yes. like that. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a truer interpretation of how God must see the world. <laughs> Millions. I can hear them now. Just pounds of dollars just falling from the sky. <laughs> I want it done as artlessly as possible, too. What you do is you, you film every chapter, and then you just put them all on, like, 10% opacity, layer them up, let all the audio just roll over itself. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hot take from Papa P with another three stars. I'm excited. <laughs> three stars. Lots of historical inaccuracies. A rather liberal spin on the Bible. Is this... Is this- Okay, is, but his no, story, it's not. is that for the Bible? Three stars for the Bible? Historically inaccurate? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, was it. that was it. No, 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 no. We need lots no, no, of no. historical inaccuracies. A rather liberal spin on the Bible. Papa P. Is that Papa possible? P with three uh, hot stars. A liberal spin on the Bible? Yeah, what does that look? What is that? How, though? What is it, though? What is that? Um, Who's to say? You, I, I, it's, you. <sighs> it's mostly the, the same, but Mary gets vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? It's mostly the same, but they pretend Mary was a grown up. Right, right. Yeah. And even though they're pretending, it's still like, oh, it just goes against my family values. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Okay. So I have a one star now. Um, but before I, bef- actually, before I read that one star, I I would like to uh, fill you and the audience in a little on uh, the behind the scenes of the Bible miniseries. So I've actually pulled up a few pages of the actors. And here's a spoiler alert. A good chunk of them are white British people. Oh, oh, good, yeah. Gasp in shock British and awe. even. British even. Well, of course. Who does Kevin Sorbo play? Yeah, who does Jude Law play? <laughs> Please tell me Jude Law plays one of the donkeys. Who plays him? Darwin Shaw uh, is Peter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Famously white Peter. And... Darwin Shaw, from the Wikipedia, Darwin Shaw is a British stage film and TV actor and director. Formerly practicing as a medical doctor, he retrained as an actor at Lambda in 2004. Good. So, so that he could do the Bible. Peter, so famously he could do doctor. the Bible. Would you like to know who plays Jesus? Please. His name is Jude Law. <laughs> no. His name is, uh, forgive me if I mispronounce it, but his name is uh, Diogo Morgado. He is Portuguese. Mm. Just like Jesus. Famously <laughs> Portuguese Jesus. Why, why would we need to cast Middle Eastern actors when we have people from the Iberian Peninsula? <laughs> why, why would we even begin to have to acknowledge... That the entire Middle East even exists yeah. when we have the Iberian Peninsula. Yeah. Would you like to know where the the lady who plays Mary Magdalene is from? Derry, North Island. Whoa, fuck. Derry. Literally called Derry. Well, just wow. like Mary Magdalene. Just like Mary. Mary Magdalene. Mary came, from Derry. Mary from Derry is what she was called before... She got there, and then when she took a ship from Derry to Bethlehem, Bethlehem, <laughs> Bethlehem, West Virginia, um, Bethlehem, West Virginia, and when she got there, they started calling her Mary Magdalene. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. That is, that's the historical timeline, essentially. I am beginning to see the historical inaccuracies with the show. They are <laughs> revealing themselves to me. So here's actually a four star. Oh, goody. From Corey D. Story was true to the Bible, and I really enjoyed it. A ton of gratis killing, but the story was true to the Bible, and I really enjoyed it. Too many people die in the series, apparently. A true lot of people get killed. A lot of people get killed in this in this series, apparently. True to the Bible. And was, it's just, it's too violent. Did it say gratis killing? Yes. Gratis killing, okay. G- like free, like free. Like- G-R-A-T-I-S. Like Latin. Like Latin for like. Gratis. Free? I get, I free don't know. Killing? Just like free killing. <laughs> just like killing schmilling all over the place. What you doing? Reading the Bible. What for? Free killing. Four stars from RJ. I liked the entire series. I liked the entire series. I also purchased AD, The Bible Continues. That's the second season. 
Bible continues. (laughs) That was a waste of money. Hollywood really messed up. However, I found the Bible enjoyable and well done. I thought the part of the crucifixion was a little overdone and a bit graphic. (laughs) To which I must pose a question, dear listener. What do you think this person thinks a crucifixion entails? I... Do you I mean, think you do you think they just stand up and I, and just get like tied to a a wood pole and they're like oopsie I, I did a bad. I, um, <laughs> we need to we cannot breeze past Bi- Bible AD the Bible continues. Um, <laughs> no, AD the Bible I, continues. We, cannot, we can't zoom past Bible AD Bible in the city. Okay, like I this isn't Bible to electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. I no we cannot electric the Bible, Bible continues. <laughs> what uh. No, no. And fucking, you will not believe where it goes next. <laughs> Free kill it in my Bible? It's more, more likely, likely than you think. think. A little surround sound, listeners. If you if you thought the staff turning into a snake was wild, just wait till you get to the last chapter. Oh, talk about a twist ending. Just wait until they tell you what angels look like. <laughs> um. <laughs> Here's a three star from Debbie. It's okay, but it's really hard to butt that good of a book into a movie. It's okay, but it's really hard to butt that good of a book into a movie. <laughs> Read the book, LOL. I was thinking this when you were reading one earlier. I was thinking this. The Bible, famously unadaptable. Is what they all say. That's what they all say. Watchmen, Cloud Atlas, the Bible. It's always in that conversation. Now we've done all three of them. So really, artistically, we're like, we're pumping out the classics. So what's the truth? What the hell's going on now? Yeah. Yeah. Famously unadaptable. Famously. What mountain can we even climb next? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Wait. more and i don't yeah i have more i have one more three star overrated didn't like the idea of paying over 20 dollars to see it could have waited for easter to watch the 10 commandments for free unlike tcm i guess oh okay Uh, i was gonna say you don't have to wait just like dvr or you can also buy it no 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 (laughs) If you try to watch the Ten Commandments and it's not Easter, Charleston Heston walks out of a wall, just comes out of a wall, and, like, backhands you. Like, and then sends he, you soaring. And then he it's takes all your Easter. money. And then, well, no. Then he takes your guns. That's true. Because yeah. you're not allowed to have them when you tried to watch the Ten Commandments and it's not Easter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, he takes all your guns and he, yeah. gives, so and he any, keeps them. So if anybody needs... Uh, you know, something to do for this upcoming Easter. I hear that TCM is playing the Ten Commandments for free. So for free. For free. So you can just sit there and watch all like four, five, six hours. Yeah. All day, all, all, just like the Christmas story, they play it all day long, too. It just goes on repeat all day. <laughs> yeah. Which for the Ten Commandments, they play it twice. <laughs> so, you know. I get it. Get Just get in there, get in there while the getting's good. <laughs> Get in there while the tablet's still hot. Subtitle for the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Get in while the getting's good. The Bible AD. 
get uh, it while it's hot. The Ten Commandments to the commandments continue. <laughs> um, what is it? My <laughs> is it my turn? Can I read you just this one last one? Oh, Adam, yeah, please. I think please. it's very funny. Only because it's it's formatted strange, and they it, it says Kindle customer, so I assume they were typing on the Kindle, and that's what makes it weird. <laughs> Not accurate. Maybe one day someone will make a show that, next line, follows what the, next line, Bible says and does not change the accounts that are in, next line, the Bible. This one did not meet the challenge. So, (laughs) full stop, full stop, that's it. So, send more Bibles tomorrow, stop. What what is it that like what is it that they're changing though? Because like is is there just is there a really annoying scene where Jesus has a big swig from a Pepsi, <laughs> like an ice cold Pepsi? What I'm confused no, about? No, it's like that one Game of Thrones scene, and they left a Starbucks cup mm. on the table that they had to edit out. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and then Jesus kills everyone with a dragon, and they were like, "That seems out of character for Jesus." And Jesus says, "Fuck you." Yeah, he, um, he actually rides into the market on a dragon, and the dragon is what flips over the, all the tables with his big tail. And then kills and everyone. Then, and then just flays everyone. Um, what I think is strange is that we have, we, have, we have the Bible, and it's only two seasons, but Jesus is already in it. That's what's confusing to <laughs> me, is we've got, we already have the Bible, and the Bible continues. <laughs> But if Jesus is already in it, we're a good way through the Bible. The, yeah. Jesus is only in part two. Jesus isn't even in the first part. So what I'm curious about is, like, how quickly did they zoom through Genesis through, I don't know what the last book in the la- in the Old Testament is. De- I don't Deuteronomus know, like or whatever. Deuteronomus. Deuteronomus. <laughs> Um, so I will let you go, but, um, I just wanted you to know that one person got, um, they ordered the DVDs and got, um, discs one, three, three, and four. Good. They didn't get two. Um. Skip the Jesus, maybe. Somebody said the voice of God sounds like it's being done by someone 17 years old, (laughs) and that the angels apparently fight like ninjas. Why are the angels fighting? I, who are who are the who are the okay so now wait a second so now you're telling me that we have backed all the way up to like pre-bible the angels are fighting yeah and we also get all the way to jesus in yeah. two seasons yeah i have a suggestion for our dear dear listeners and that is you can watch good omens instead you can watch a lot of things instead. You know what? Scrap it. Go watch a great Jewish Go watch film. the Ten Commandments. Prince of Egypt. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Just watch Prince of Egypt. Or yeah. you can always watch Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat mm. starring Donnie Osmond. Yes. Or a good sunset. A, co- a really good sunset. Doesn't even have to be a great a one. Really Just like a, sunset. you know, yeah. this is the best one you can do in your area. You could get out to nature. Maybe. Mm, mm-hmm. And then no, after yeah. you've gotten out into that nature. You Go adopt come, a dog. You Take that dog to nature with you. Back to your house. Mm. And you could get on the internet. Mm. And then you could tell everyone else that that nature was a piece of shit. Ah. Go yelp it on a mountain. Google reviews and everywhere. Go yelp it on a mountain. Trip. Bad visors here.
You didn't think I would clap on the twos, did you? No, I never know was, where I never know where you're gonna. It was clap. a very off kilter clap. Um, <laughs> just like me. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I love yelping on mountains. Several weeks ago, listener Perry emailed us mm. and said, "Hey, what do you think about what What do you think about Mauna Loa?" And I said, "I think a lot of things. I think it's probably a beautiful, active volcano." And listener Perry said, here are some reviews. And I said, okay. So we're going to talk about Hawaii. We're going to talk about the active volcano that is Mauna Loa. Are we going to talk about the people who regularly walk around on active volcanoes? We might. Oh, boy. Yeah, great. This is not even the first time we've done reviews for a volcano. No, we have done volcanoes before. Not a play volcano, not a picture of a volcano, but a, just a, you know, a, a, a big old earth pimple. A big old earth pimple full, full of lava. Full of hot, Hawaii hot, juicy lava. Scare me because you never know which one could be over a lava tunnel. Or, as Mr. Stabbykins might put it, in their one-star review, Scary Tactical Assault Mountains. Ooh. Finn. Oh, okay. Scary Tactical Assault Mountains. Okay. They're not wrong. Uh, sure, yeah, whatever. Okay. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, cool. That's another... They wanted it to be so much more. That we... <laughs> another piece of digital ephemera that we can read and then bin. <laughs> um, and then we have, we have Tideview with a five-star five review. Oh, boy. This is on Google. Took us a while to walk there from Kona, but the view was worth the foot blisters and the broken ankle. Only complaint was the McDonald's at the summit had just closed for the day, and my grandmother was seriously bummed out. <laughs> it's because they have a special menu at that one. <laughs> you can get stuff there you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. I hope your grandma wasn't the one with a broken ankle. That's a fair point. <laughs> Did not consider. I hope not. I hope that is not why your grandmother was bummed out. <laughs> Evesp has a three-star review. Where are these reviews? Are these Google? Those first two were Google. This okay. is TripAdvisor. Oh, now God. we're going to TripAdvisor so that people can complain about things that matter. Let's find out what a Protestant has to say. <laughs> over, over on TripAdvisor. Three stars. Long, winding drive on a rough road to the lookout point. Make out point. Across the road from the main park and about three miles to the west is the Mauna Loa Road. The last 10 miles or so, it is a one-lane road with lots of potholes. The speed limit is 15 miles per hour. The chain of Crater Road is more interesting. Have you ever gone to drive your vehicle on an active volcano and been upset about the speed limit so you took two stars off your review? Well, and the potholes. And the pot. Have you ever been upset about driving your car on an active volcano and there were potholes on it? That's just a failure of the local government. I got nothing. Got I really got nothing. <laughs> I'm, mm -hmm. I'm racking my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let's listen to it. Let's, you know what? Sometimes the roads are bad. That's, that's just an infrastructure failure. Sometimes it coughs up a little bit of hot rock onto the road and, you know, makes a few, makes a few pot marks and, oh. My tires melted. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> Whistler 2010 has a three-star review. Drive to 10,000 plus feet. We drove up to the weather station on Mauna Loa. The drive starts from the saddle road and proceeds up to the 10,000 plus foot on what is, for the most part, a single lane road. A four-wheel drive vehicle is recommended for this drive, but in my opinion, is not required. <laughs> a truck type... 
A truck-type vehicle is necessary for the greater ground clearance and stronger tires. Be aware that most rental car companies do not allow their vehicles to be used on the Mauna Loa Road, and their contracts strictly forbid taking their vehicle on that road. (laughs) When we made the drive, it was not difficult. The scenery is interesting, but not spectacular. Wow. Have you ever rented a car and then looked a human being straight in the eye and said, can I take this rented vehicle on an active volcano road? <laughs> I, know it, I know it doesn't have four-wheel drive, but in my opinion, that's not necessary. <laughs> Three stars. I feel like I, you're fa- you look defeated, brother. You look, I didn't mean to do this. You were so funny before. Now you look like I've really, like, you look. It, I, it looks like I broke you already, and we're only, like, four reviews in. <laughs> Have you ever borrowed your friend's skateboard and then just rolled right into a wildfire? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about walking on hot coals in my bare feet, but I didn't want to, so I borrowed my friend's vibrams. <laughs> they weren't using them. I, You doing okay there, bud? I just have a lot of thoughts and feelings about people who look at, you know, they're like, oh, Yellowstone National Park, um, uh, you know, like Kilauea and all these other volcanoes. Um, and it's like, why? <laughs> why? Why, why do humans have to ruin everything? By reviewing it or by going and, and driving cars on it? It's like... Or both. That is something that could potentially kill you, and you literally have no idea of when it's going off. And I know <laughs> that I've... Listen, I've heard a lot of people saying this, but it's true, because we are overdue for an eruption from uh, Yellowstone. Yes. So, here's a wicked cool idea. Is that we just stop. We just stop going. <laughs> we just stop to all, all active volcanoes. So, wait, okay, let me see if I get this straight. This is a bold proposition. Let me see. So, you're pitching that we, as fragile human beings, stop fooling around on top of active volcanoes. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes. No, no can do. John M. has a four-star review. <laughs> nice drive, but be cautious to the... <laughs> but be cautious to Mauna Loa Lookout. Another way to enjoy the vo- volcanic area besides the National Volcano Park. We do have to be cautious on the narrow curves, not able to see the incoming cars. We had to honk a few times to warn others. The paths are rugged and not paved well, but we managed without a four-wheel drive. Love seeing the vicinity down toward the park area from the lookout. I knocked off one star from my review because sometimes I had to honk on the dangerous volcano road. This It sounds like a Mario Kart course. I just... Yeah, it does a little bit, yeah. No, it's... I mean... You know, famously, there are are roads, like, you know, like, carved into the side of mountains and stuff. But at that point, at what point in your expansion for society 
do you feel like I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be okay, even though it is very clearly not okay? <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Why are we so dumb? In my why opinion, is our big juicy monkey brain just so dumb? In my opinion, four wheel drive is not necessary. Four wheel drive is not necessary because the potholes will keep you safe. Mm. You'll get stuck and you won't be able to go anywhere, anyways. A lot of extra traction, yeah. The, the, I, I, yeah, there, there is definitely a point where we looked at the at the the, the big gasping, gulping vol- volcano. Yeah. With the hot, the hot stuff. The hot, the hot stuff inside of it. And Sometimes we, outside of it. This soup is a little too spicy. Uh, yeah. And, and we faced not even a fork in the road. We faced a road that continued well past the volcano and thought, actually. Actually, let's create a fork in the road that goes up to the big gulping gasping thing. That way we can take pictures on our iPhones. <laughs> Just like Shannon. Shannon has a four-star review. Dry lava for as far as the eye can see. <laughs> this area is completely surrounded by hardened lava. And it is a great photo shoot. Looks like you're on the moon. Truthfully, there are lots of areas with dried lava, so it's not totally unique. <laughs> but we took the time to get out and check it out, and it was worth it. Yeah, I mean, not to be not to be like pedantic, but you can't just say rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying New York City all the time. You could just you could just say New York. You could just say New York. People know what you're talking about. Sorry that this hot magma that took thousands of years to form and then come up to the surface and then cool and reform isn't pretty enough for you, Shannon. (laughs) Sorry it's not unique enough for you, (laughs) Shannon. It did make for a great album cover, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the the last review I'm going to read... Um, is a poorly translated review that was originally in Russian. Love it. Love it. From a name that is in Russian. Love it. Five stars. Everything is fine, but only Shrek came for us and threw it into a puddle. (laughs) Okay, so wait, Shrek, Shrek capitalized? Shrek capitalized. What was the what? What do we what do we think though? What did Google grab out of that that said I, Shrek? I think one of these words. I think one of these. I think one of these Russian words is Shrek. Are they just trying to like sum up like the whenever Shrek is like rescuing Fiona or whatever? Oh. Everything is fine, but only Shrek came for us and threw it into a puddle. Because <laughs> isn't isn't it a lava moat that they cross? Probably. I I I, I want to know which one of these Russian words is Shrek. <laughs> All of them. Do you think we have any any listeners who read Russian? Because I want to know which one of these words is Shrek. Maybe. Um, we're going to end on a question because sometimes Google will let you do questions. Ooh, right. And so one person asked a question on Google and it has no, no, there's no answers. So we're not going to, we're not going to answer it. We're going to end on a question. Okay. Why is there a person living there? Oh, uh, wow. Why is there a person living there? Just the one? Why is there a person living there? Just a one. So like a hermit? Ooh. Is it Shrek? Is it is it Tom Bombadil? Do you think it's Shrek? Does, does Shrek, Shrek live there? Does Shrek live in Hawaii inside an active volcano? So if you've been to this active volcano in Hawaii, let us know if Shrek lives there. 
If you see Shrek at this volcano in Hawaii, legally you are required to take a picture and send it to us. And you can uh, can send it to our email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, our Twitter at Critic Everyone, or our Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. I gotta follow say, the lemon. Follow the lemon. Uh, I gotta say, you, YouTube's been recommending a lot of volcano popping videos lately, and this is not gonna help. Gross. <laughs> Enough. Gross. Enough. I'd like to thank <laughs> volcano ASMR though. That'd be good. Oh my gosh! Just I'm gonna go- I'm gonna look ASMR. up. I'm gonna look up volcano ASMR after this. Of course you are. I'd like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music, which I don't even know if you've heard in this episode. I'd oh, like to no, thank. No, I'm, I'm going to put it right before the outro song. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Jazar for Green Lights, which is our outro song. And as always, Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. Yeah. I, I, I think you got it. X Ray FM. I'd like to thank X-Ray FM for having us on the network. You can check out more of their shows at xraypod.com. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Do you want to thank yourself? You want to pat yourself on your ba- on the back and like just let everybody hear it? No, I'm very sweaty. Okay. I, I'd like to thank Brother of the Show Oliver for our artwork and for being on the show. Yay. Thank you for having me. I am poor and I do take commissions at beastcoastarts.com. Not .com. BeastCoastArts at gmail.com. <laughs> I do logos and also tattoo design if you are interested. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and on that note, don't do drugs, kids. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-